Why, hello there, people. This is Bradley Juby, and this is episode three of Life, Love, and Liberty. Now, I said I may not do a podcast today, but uh, I'm just trying to get the hang of this, so I changed my mind. I decided I wanted to do another podcast. So, because... I'm really trying to get this whole podcasting thing down because, you know, I'm just trying to practice. They always say practice makes perfect, but uh, anyway, um, (sighs) well, it's been quite a night, you know. I just woke up this morning and, um, and all that stuff because I need some caffeine, you know. I know I got coffee in there, so I haven't actually made coffee at home in a long time, so I might try to do that when um, I take my break, but because uh, I need to get a little bit more woke up, but. Uh, Anyway, let's go to some headlines. And this came from... What's today? Today's the 28th. This came from the 26th. I still think they're heroes. Houston's police chief says of cops who killed a couple during a fraudulent drug raid. Alright. Let's see what we got here. Houston, police chief, art... Acevedo said of the narcotics officers who shot and killed Dennis Tuttle during a fraudulent drug raid. Fraudulent drug raid. And um, my dog's trying to get a little closer to me, but uh, fraudulent drug raid and they're still heroes. A fraudulent drug raid. You know, this is this is just sad. I mean You know it's just so disturbing that we have this we're having people that are getting killed based on lies of all things. A fraudulent drug raid and you're dead. Doesn't that bother anybody? Well, because, you know... Like I said in my last podcast, all you gotta do is... uh, Somebody's gotta snitch and point fingers... And you're gonna have a SWAT team come to your house and... They're gonna raise all kind of cane. I mean, this has got to stop, my friends. This is just so terrible. Let's see, what else? A man spent 82 days in jail on meth charges. The meth was actually honey.
over honey? So apparently these cops thought they were smuggling meth, but apparently it was honey. Yeah, here's the sub-headline. Government incompetence made an innocent man spend months in jail and lose both of his jobs. How sad is that when you, when you lose your jobs over a lie? Over incompetence and lies. That, my friends, is just unbearable. What are we becoming as a country? Okay. Oh, ooh, here we go. Here we go. Let's let's talk about something else here. White supremacy is alien to liberal and libertarian ideas. Okay, this is talking about the El Paso shooter here. El Paso murderer was primarily motivated by a bigoted hatred for immigrants south of the border. His manifesto is full of denunciations of race mixers, Hispanic invasion. <laughs> and cultural ethnic replacement buzz phrases for racists and white supremacists who elevate and illusory collective racial and cultural heritage over respect for people as individuals. Yeah, that is exactly what racism is. It's elevation of collective identity over individual identity. That's one of the reasons why I hate it so much. He couldn't have been more thoroughly distanced himself from the liberal libertarian ideas of the pro-liberty movement if he'd gone through a checklist of shitty notions. Oops, sorry. Well, that's the article, and um, I said something I shouldn't have said because this is a... I try to keep this a very family-friendly um, podcast, so, I mean, it's hard to be family-friendly when you're talking about touchy subject matter like this, but, the liberal tradition that libertarianism inherits and extends doesn't treat people as members of some board collective or as any other representation of a group identity. While we're all humans and sometimes fail to live up to our own aspirations, libertarians at least treat people aspi or sorry, like I said, I'm bad at reading out loud. At least aspire to treat people on their own merits, or lack thereof, as in the case of people who mouth the sort of nonsense espoused by Patrick Wood Cruzius in El Paso. <sighs> yeah. And it goes on to talk about uh, Stefan Molyneux, who, I don't know, 
I'll get to this a little bit, a little bit later, but uh, to his credit, if you want to call that, renounced and denounced libertarianism for rejecting his white national views. Good! That's good, you know? I think it's time we get the neo-Nazis and the racism out of the libertarian movement. And I think it's time that right libertarians decide to distance themselves from the alt-right. There's a reason why I don't really care much for right libertarianism anymore. Because it's so much intertwined with the alt-right. Keep in mind that Richard Spencer, the so-called leader of the alt-right, who is one of the biggest racist seditionists out there, he never mentions individual liberty in any of his speeches or his screeds or any of that sort of crap, you know? He never mentions the individual. He never mentions liberty. He's a racist. Plain and simple. And I'm glad he's not a libertarian. You know? I'm glad he didn't call himself a libertarian. And as far as Stefan Molyneux goes, I'm glad you're not a libertarian either. I'm glad you're out of the libertarian movement. Because I don't want you there. If you're gonna if you're gonna spouse white nationalism, get out. We don't want you. You're just like Christopher Cantwell, the crying Nazi. Oh yeah, remember him? Remember that Joker? <laughs> He used to be a libertarian, but he got kicked out, so he decided he wanted to be a big, bad, neo-Nazi. You will not replace us! You will not replace us! Sig Heil, 1488! And then after Charlottesville, he's like, Yeah, they're coming to get me! Oh, they're coming to get me! I'm trying to do his really bad New England accent, but... Um... <laughs> And here's more of the article. There's no pipeline between libertarianism and the alt-right. Well, you know what? There shouldn't be. And then it says, But alt-righters need to be called out wherever we find them espousing their anti-modern Tribalistic, anti-individualistic, and anti-freedom agenda. Bingo! Boom, baby! That's what I'm doing. And if there are any alt-righters, neo-Nazis, and fascists who are listening to me, let me tell you something. You don't speak for me. You don't speak for my values. You don't share my values. And quite frankly, I don't share your values. I love people. I love black people. I love Asian people. I love Hispanic people. And most especially, I love women. Women are beautiful 
inside and out. All women of all races. And I believe that they all have rights and liberties and are protected by the Constitution as much as I am, and I will defend them to my core. I will defend them with my last breath. I will defend them until I can't defend them no more. Sorry. And this uh, article here concludes, White supremacists, racists, and collectivists of all sorts are alien to libertarian thought and enemies of our values and aspirations. And we need to take them on wherever we encounter them. Amen! Whoever wrote this article here. Uh, J.D. Tusile, Tusile, whatever. I can't pronounce it. An enthusiastic explorer of the American Southwest's deserts, mountains, and forests. Hmm, that's nice. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up, my friends. So all you alt-writers and white nationalists... You got an enemy in good old Bradley Juby, you know. I'm going to fight you all to my last breath. Now I bet you all are probably calling me an Antifa, an anti-fascist. Well, I am anti-fascist, actually, because I oppose fascism. As a libertarian, I oppose fascism. But I'm not some, you know, black-clad soy boy who... Wants to cause trouble and destroy property and hurt people. That's not what I'm about. I'll only get violent in defense, okay? I'm not going to just go up to people who I don't agree with and just bike lock them. I don't do that. I'm not about that life. Now, if you come over to my house and try to swat me... Of course, I'm going to raise Cain, alright? Because you're not going to pull that with me. We're going to have a slobber knocker if, that, if it comes to it. But, uh, yeah, my Okie just came out. Yeah, yeah, that's right, you alt-right scumbags. You just made my Okie come out. Yeah. Even though Oklahoma is the reddest of the red states, so... Unfortunately, I do live in Trump country. But at least we don't have Antifa tearing up the streets of Tulsa like they are in Portland. Let me tell you something about Portland. I think it's the bleeding Kansas of what could be the second Civil War. Just like Kansas was... If you don't know your history, the Civil War pretty much started in Kansas over the issue of slavery and popular sovereignty and you know you got you had uh, some southerners come from Missouri and try to settle the territory to make it look like a slave state then you had some new englanders come in 
who tried to make it a free state. And that was a recipe for all kinds of trouble. Now this is where we got John Brown and the Bushwhackers and the Jayhawks. So, if you want to know how Kansas got the name Jayhawk, that's where it came from. The abolitionists were the Jayhawks, or Jayhawkers. So... Yeah, even though their football team's crap. <laughs> their basketball team's good, but their football team sucks, okay? But, uh, in case you don't know some history, the whole Civil War really started in Kansas. It didn't just start at Fort Sumter in South Carolina. It started in Kansas, which was the state, of course, that uh, my mom was born in. It's the state that's right up north of Oklahoma. In fact, uh, it's about 70 miles from where I live. You could just go into Kansas, but... Yeah, I'm not too thrilled about the state of Kansas, but let's get back to what I was saying. I think Portland, right now, is the bleeding Kansas of what could be a second civil war. I mean... Antifa pretty much runs Portland. Let's just say that. I mean... Now, I don't think I agree with Patriot Prayer. I think they've got some beliefs that I'd rather distance myself from. But... I don't know who's the Jayhawkers and who are the Bushwhackers in Portland. I mean, could the Proud Boys and Patriot Prayer be the Jayhawks? Or are they the Bushwhackers? Are Antifa the Jayhawks? Or are they the Bushwhackers? We'll never know. Well, because I'm far, far away from Portland. I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma. But, uh... And in case you uh, don't know what that sound is, that's the sound of my dog crying... Because I'm not paying attention to him. I'm on this podcast. I got about uh, 11 more minutes before I take my break. So I'm just going to keep going with this. But I'm telling you right now. This whole alt-right Antifa thing. It has got to stop before something bad happens. I mean. We already had Charlottesville. We've got Bleeding Portland, as I call it. What's going to happen when the election comes? What's going to happen when, God forbid, Trump wins a second term? What's going to be like then? Are we going to have violence? I pray not. I still remember when Trump won that night in 2016. And there was this young lady. I'll play a clip. I'll play the clip. 
I'm not getting the thingy here. Alright, let's, I'm going to try to get to some Trump election reactions. Well, okay, I, I'm not finding it right now, but uh, there's this one young lady in 2016 who said, people have to die to make a change in the world on both sides. I'm pretty much paraphrasing this, but, uh, yeah, she was pretty much calling for violence. And lo and behold, some almost three years later, we've got violence on the streets of our cities. And I'm disturbed by it, of course. Any American right now should be disturbed by this sort of violence. By the Antifa, the alt-right. I think Rodney King said it best. Can't we all get along? But I get a feeling that it's not within the plans of the elites right now. Sure, they might give Trump a second term. I don't know, because... I'm not sure if there's a Democratic candidate right now that could take on Trump. Maybe Elizabeth Warren. I think she might take on Trump, but... But, really, the strong candidates... That, of the strong candidates in the Democratic Party that I'd go for is Elizabeth Warren. I don't like Joe Biden, and I don't like Kamala Harris. But... Unfortunately, that means I have to vote Democratic again. Ugh. But that's probably going to be our best way of defeating Trump. But we have to vote for all the stuff on her side, too, like the possibility of red flag gun laws. Ugh. I'm against those, but at least she has a plan to end the drug war. That I'll take. And I hope she implements that plan as soon as she gets into office, if she wins. I hope that on her first day in office, she and maybe the Democratic Congress, if the Democrats win the Congress and the Senate, pass every law you can to end the drug war. The drug war is a failure, it is a hoax, it is a fraud, and it's got to stop now. Too many have died. Too many are dying. It's an immoral, it's a failed policy, and it needs to and it needs to end like prohibition ended. Because prohibition was a failed policy. Prohibition was one of the biggest moral failures in the entire history of America. The fact that we even put it in the Constitution just says what failure we were as a society then. 
And we're still a failure of a society now because we haven't learned that lesson at all. In fact, we fought the war on drugs longer than we had prohibition. I mean, I think it was like early 70s when Nixon started the war on drugs. It's been almost 50 years. Federal prohibition began in, I think, 1919 with the passage of the, 20th, of the 18th Amendment. And it lasted until 1933 with the passage of the 21st Amendment, which repealed the 18th. So. And that only lasted, what, 14 years? Prohibition lasted 14 years. But the drug war has lasted, what, 40-something years. Almost 50 years. And yet there's no sign that the drug war is going to end. Yeah, the states are doing something about it. The states are legalizing marijuana. I was in Colorado recently, and they legalized recreational marijuana, so. And that's one of the good things. Oklahoma recently, last year, legalized medical marijuana, although our governor at the time, Mary Fallon, did everything she could to restrict it, despite the fact I didn't want her restricting it, because when we say medical marijuana, we mean medical marijuana, full legalization of medical marijuana, not half-butt legalization of medical marijuana, full legalization of, mar of marijuana, sorry. Now, what we need to do is make it recreational, too, like in Colorado. But I don't know if these Bible Belt people are going to go back that. So, yeah, it's a little tough living here in the Bible Belt. People don't want to change because they think God's going to come down and destroy Oklahoma with a tornado, if we legalize marijuana, oh man. We've had tornadoes in Oklahoma for years. I mean, yeah, I guess it's part and parcel of living in a fallen, sinful world, but I don't really think it's God judging Oklahoma for weed or for anything of that matter. Oh. My dog is crying again. Oh. Apparently my dog doesn't care that I'm podcasting. Jack, I'll be out in a little bit. You see, you you made me lose my train of thought, Jack. Jack, behave yourself. Hold on. Yeah, pets. They're a lot of responsibility. I mean, I gotta take care of this dog, but he just needs to realize that uh, I'm a little bit busy podcasting and 
he needs to, you know, take that in consideration, because... Anyway, I guess, uh, due to my impatient dog, I'm going to go ahead and take a little break right now. I know I'm not going to do a whole full 30 minutes, but uh, I'll go ahead and take a break right now. I'll come back and do a second part of the show. Um, uh, we'll talk about other things. I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you guys know what we're going to do from here. But I gotta take my dog out because he's impatient, he's crying, he's whining, he's begging for attention, and I'm apparently not giving it to him, so, alright. Well, anyway, peace out, and I'll be right back. Welcome back to Life, Love, and Liberty with Bradley Juby. And, uh, I just took my dog out, and I did some other business while I was, uh, on the break. Alright, let's go to... Something in my Twitter feed that this just popped up from a uh, from a guy by the name of the Black Voice underscore, um, and it goes: This young black guy was assaulted in Patterson, Pennsylvania, and he was no threat. Even after he was aggressively shoved, he didn't try to retaliate. The officer charged him with a closed fist. And began to assault him. This is disgusting. Please retweet. Let's play the video. Now, I've just retweeted that, so, um, now I just retweeted that, um, so go to my Twitter account, at Bradley Juby, so if you want to see the video, but, uh, I mean, who do these cops think they are? I mean, this is why I said it before, and I'm going to say this again, for those of you who did not hear me the first time, because some people don't hear me the first time, I'm a libertarian for the black man as much as the white man. Okay, I don't believe anybody should be treated like that by the police. Especially when they're unarmed and of no threat to anybody. If you're unarmed and you're not threatening anybody... You don't deserve that kind of treatment. Ooh, today is the, uh, okay, I'll get to this later, but, uh, I guess this is gonna kinda tie in with this whole thing, but, uh, I 
I'm just made aware that today is the, the I think, 56th anniversary of the I Have a Dream speech by Martin Luther King. So. Oh, sorry. But, uh, I guess I'm going to have to play this, um, and, uh, libertarianism.org retweeted this, so, this is a, uh, Let's go ahead and play this. So, and this is from the Associated Press. So, just 100 years after Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation that freed the slaves, 200,000 people converge on the nation's capital to rally for civil rights. They come by train. They come by bus and by air. They come from the north, the south, the east, and west. They come united in one cause, to urge Congress to pass a civil rights bill to end forever the blight of racial inequity. By 11.30, there are more than 200,000 thronging the mall, a crowd that is bigger than the most optimistic forecasts. Now there's a growing animation. It seems as if the demonstrators were finding strength in each other and discovered their cause was a bond. The men who organized the rally walked with springing steps toward the speaker stand. On the left, Roy Wilkins with A. Philip Randolph. They have fought their fight all of their adult lives. In the van is Martin Luther King, who has been jailed 12 times on racial issues. The crowd assembled around the reflecting pool before the Lincoln Memorial occupies every inch on the lawns and under the trees. And there's a great swell of cheers to welcome Martin Luther King to the speaker's podium. The man who stands as a symbol all they are fighting for. I have a dream. One day, this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners, will they be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood? I have a dream. You know, it's so sad that that dream is not being fulfilled right now. But that's my dream too. You know, we might as well go ahead and play the whole speech. Ah, uh, yeah, it's going to be long, but... Let's play the short version. I have the pleasure to present to you Dr. Martin Luther King. On with you today. Sorry. I am happy to join with you today in what will go down in history as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation.
five score years ago, a great American in whose symbolic shadow we stand today signed the Emancipation Proclamation. This momentous decree came as a great beacon light of hope to millions of Negro slaves who had been seared in the flames of withering injustice. It came as a joyous daybreak to end the long night of their captivity. But 100 years later, the Negro still is not free. 100 years later, the life of the Negro is still sadly crippled by the manacles of segregation and the chains of discrimination. 100 years later, the Negro lives on a lonely island of poverty. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. into a beautiful 
56 years later, I want that dream to live too. I want black men and white men and white women and black women, native men and native women, Asian men and Asian women, Middle Eastern men and Middle Eastern women to hold hands and appreciate the beauty and truth of freedom. Why does this all have to be under assault? Because I feel like our enemy doesn't want that. You know. You know, I don't want to get into like the conspiracies theories, but I feel like I feel like if Martin Luther King got killed for his beliefs, I feel like one of these days I may get killed for my beliefs. And I'm not one of the ones who believed that it was just some chrome crazy old coot that just decided he wanted to end the dream. No. I feel like the United States government was the one who ended the dream. Sure, they gave him a little holiday at the end of... Well, at the beginning of the year, the third Monday of the month of January. But make no mistake... The dream needs to live. We need to we need to reevaluate ourselves. I know I'm my speech is weird, but
I mean, God bless Dr. Martin Luther King. You know? I really do want all this racial tension to stop. I think it can be only stopped when we all recognize what our rights are, what our liberties are, and what their rights and their liberties are. You know, we get sick and tired of seeing all this police brutality and police abuse of power. And Fortunately, I said unfortunately, Man, I lost my train of thought. I'm terrible. You know what? I'm really terrible at podcasting, to be honest with you. But I'm doing the best that I can right now. Because what I want is to just convey a message. Because the thing about the thing about liberty is that it's beautiful. It's like a beautiful woman. I mean, it's very embodiment is that of a beautiful woman. In New York City. Like I told you yesterday. I want America to truly live up to its promise. Because if it. If if America cannot live up to its promise. That all men and women are created equal. Endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Those of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Then my friends there should not be an America. We might as well just be Nazi Germany. Or the Soviet Union. Where the rights of human liberty don't seem to matter. And hopefully we can have a president that will actually fight to defend every single right of this Constitution. That won't sell the Constitution out in the name of political correctness or political expediency or anything of that sort. silent, but, um, Oh, and here's my girlfriend. She just uh, answered my tweet. Give praise to Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. We need a Dr. King in this world now.
Yes, God bless Dr. Martin Luther King. He was somebody we needed then and then we need now. We need him because we need unity over division. You know? I just want to hold hands and hug people. Right now. Here, I'm going to go ahead and tweet this. Because I feel like if we do that a lot more, then maybe we could prove that we're not a divided nation. That maybe all the stuff we keep hearing about on the news and in society, that it's all not true. That we're really, we could, we could stop this whole civil war thing. We just need more unity. We need more love. And she said, yeah. We need to come together in love. You know? No more hate. No more division. No more blaming these people or that people. Or these people or that people for all our problems. But sometimes we need to look at ourselves and think, am I part of the problem? And I think too many times I think I feel like I have been part of the problem. You know. You know. Well, sometimes I just, I'm not ranting and raving right now because I don't want to rant and rave right now. Maybe we could do that a little bit more of that in the third part of the broadcast, but, uh, but let's be real. I hope I go to church today and I, yeah, I'm going to go to church today because um, it's our Wednesday night service, but, uh, you know, I, I really like just, you know, man, I'm, like I said, I'm terrible at podcasting, okay? I don't have the voice or the speech thing for it, but. Be patient with me, okay? But anyway, we've... Let's just... Let's go on to another subject matter. I don't want to drag anybody down with this, but... Uh, let's see what else is going on. Ooh. One dollar hot dogs all day over at Sonic. <laughs> Maybe that's the... Alright, so... Let me check some other things right now.
Yeah, it's still recording. But anyway, $1 hot dogs over at Sonic, so, uh, now, I'm not getting paid by Sonic to plug their product, so, but yeah, you want to go to Sonic and go, go catch a $1 hot dog, because, um, the All-American Dog and their Chili Cheese Coney are just a buck tomorrow, so, hmm, I know somebody likes $1 hot dogs, so, um, Jump on that if you can, because not every day Sonic has $1 hot dogs. So, even though I may or may not do so myself, because uh, I got to go grocery shopping today. I'm going to try to go grocery shopping today at least. And then I've got church, and I got to do some laundry. In fact, when I take my break, I'm going to go ahead and uh, do my laundry. So, and get something to drink, because I'm probably thirsty. So, <sighs> Anyway, um, we still got about, what, five more minutes left in the segment? I know I feel like I'm staring out of space, but Yeah, I know, I'm being very quiet during this uh, latter part of the second second third of this broadcast, but well, let's just say I'm getting likes on my photo on Instagram. But anyway, I, I'm going to go just talk quickly about... I'm just going to go ahead and talk quickly about... Uh, um, I had a great uncle during World War II by the name of John Levi Juby, and he was half Cherokee, and he died fighting Nazis in World War II, 1944, in Germany. And I posted on Twitter and Instagram that he is the main reason why I will never be a neo-Nazi. Yeah, 
Yeah, a, a guy with one eighth Cherokee blood being a neo Nazi, you know. You know what? I have a proposition to all you neo Nazis out there. You all need to take a DNA test. If your DNA comes back 100% white, then maybe you got a point. But if there's anything else in there, then you might want to stop your whole uh, Aryan white supremacy crap. Because I'm telling you, you all are a disgrace to America. You don't belong in America. You all should just go back to Europe. You know, you might as well just go back to Europe. We don't want you in America. We don't need you. Those are the ones I want to send back. I'd rather send you idiots back than, say, AOC or Ilian Omar or all them. But you punks, please get out of my country if you're going to keep doing this crap. Because you all are a waste of time. You're un-American. You're a bunch of punks. You don't value liberty. You don't value freedom. You don't value humanity. You're just a bunch of thugs. Yes, I said thugs. Yeah, I call you white boys thugs. Because to me, thug is not a race of people. It's what people do. It's, an, it's a lifestyle. If you're bullying people, if you're picking on people, if you're hating on people and being a mean old bully, guess what? You are a thug. You deserve to be called a thug. And you should be ashamed of yourselves. That's what. That's what's up. Alright, well, I'm about to take my break, and I'll be right back. I don't know what I'm going to talk about in the third part of this broadcast, but uh, I'm going to make I'm going to try to make something sweet and uplifting. I'm going to try, okay? I might even just play some music, you know? But, uh, anyway, uh, I'm going to take my break. I'll be right back. Peace out. Welcome back to uh, Life, Love, and Liberty with Bradley Juby. Now, I don't know what I'm going to do for the next 30 minutes because I think I've gotten some uh, um, stuff off my chest. I think I've done what I've wanted to do, but let's just, you know what, I just want to listen to some music. You know, if this was a call-in show, I could play... I, I'll re pull up a request on you. Let's see. What other songs do we want to hear? I want to play something that's not, you know, too naughty, you know. Hmm. 
so here we are. I, I pulled up this uh, libertarian playlist that apparently is pro-liberty. Right? It's got oh, here's a good one. All right, let's play. Let's just go ahead and play. Um, now, for any of you who are not sports fans, um, I guess um, the intro to the Chicago Bulls and the Nebraska Cornhuskers, um, Serious, you ever heard that song? You'll recognize it as soon as I play it, but it's from uh, Alan Parsons Project. Let's go ahead and give it a listen. We're Run probably going to, oh yeah, we got to sit through an ad. Even here. With Google Fi, a phone plan by Google. Okay, listen. And another ad. That's the first thing to know. I hate having to sit through ads! Oh, I can skip this ad. Here we go. part was called serious but this is I in the sky
make songs like that anymore. I, I'm telling you. You know, is it really true that rock and roll is dead? I hope not. You know, cause there's just something about good old rock and roll that just gets my blood pumping. How about we play another song? Let's play a good libertarian song about... This next song's about, uh, about a future where cars are illegal. And it's one of my favorite songs. You know, I actually saw this band um, in 2015 with my beautiful girlfriend, Lauren. But uh, here's... Uh, you probably heard of this band. It's called, they're called Rush. Of course, they're one of my favorite bands ever. 
So, um, here we go with uh, Red Barchetta. Let's play some Red Barchetta. Fact. Coffee, stain. And we gotta sit through an ad first! Toothpaste. Coal, ah, I hate ads! Hydrogen peroxide that goes below the tube but surface. This is how uh, the uh, YouTubers light. make their money. Colgate so. Optic Light. Lightning. It works. Here we go.
Awesome song, and I apologize for my bad singing because um, I can't hit those high notes like Getty Lee can. All right, let's just say that. Uh, now I'm looking at libertarian hip hop. Right. Let's check this libertarian freestyle rap. It's only 15 seconds long. Alright, I'm about to educate you. Libertarian Party, a political party, promotes civil liberties. If you do the crime, you do the time. Us libertarians don't cry. They're super fly. Here's why. Alright, now that's not good rap right there. I expected a little bit more from, you know, that sort of... Uh, yeah, but that was whack. Wickety, wickety, whack. Yeah, we need some more libertarian rap now. Some more libertarian hip-hop. Because, I mean, we don't get any representation. We got a lot of libertarian rock, though. Especially Rush. They are a totally libertarian band. I'm telling you. So... That's one. That's one. That's one of the reasons why they're one of my favorite bands ever. They, I love how they like to sing about freedom and free will. You can choose a ready guide in some celestial voice. I do, God. If you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. You can choose from phantom fears and kindness that can kill. But I will choose a path that's clear. I will choose free will. Yeah, that's right. I am a free will Christian. I do believe that God gave us free will. I know I'm taking Rush out of context, but I'm putting it in my own personal context. But anywho, man, uh, I feel like, like the, you know, we need...
Apparently, uh, um, now I don't follow Ben Shapiro, but uh, one of my friends tweeted this and replied to this. But Ben Shapiro has just tweeted, he retweeted a CNN article, but it says, So much journalisming. <laughs> journalisming. What kind of word is that? Can we get a major... Let's... Let's uh, play. You know what I think of that? That's a major fail. Can we get a major fail here? This is what I think of your journalisming. That's exactly what I think of your uh, journalisming, um, Ben Shapiro. You're such a goofus. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I may or may not do a broadcast tomorrow. Because, well, I kind of want to do some other stuff. I kind of need to do some other stuff. But, you know what? I'm trying to get a hang of this because, you know what? I think there's a little bit more... Cons I want to be more consistent and broadcast some... Because uh, I'm telling you, we're... I need to broadcast more. Yes, I know I have speech issues. But I think it takes a lot of courage to, for me to overcome my speech issues and put out this podcast. Because, you know... You know, and, and I'm just proving that this podcast isn't going to be just a bunch of rants and raves. We're going to also have a little fun here, you know. We're going to sing some songs, rock out, have a good time. Let's have a good time on this. This isn't going to be some hate-filled podcast. Because you know what? This isn't life, hate, and liberty. This is life, love, and liberty. We're going to live, we're going to love, and we're going to be free in here. So that means we're going to rock out, we're going to have fun. I'm going to eat some food. Here, I'm going to even drink some water. Check us out. Good stuff. Now that's what I call high quality H2O. Even though there's really not much in here. But, uh, um, anyway, um, and keep in mind, I'm doing this all from my phone, okay? I don't have a full computer and a microphone. I don't have that yet, but I just do this all from my phone, so I'm just uh, having a little fun here, but um, yeah, it's good to have a little bit of fun, you know, 
We're not going to be just negative all the time. We're not going to... I'm not going to be like, you know, Alex Jones and be like, Fear, 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 fear! You know, I don't want y'all to be afraid. I want y'all to be strong and take action against injustice and oppression and tyranny. But I also want to... I want it to be fun and funny and just... Full of life and love, because that's what we need in this world. We need life, love, and liberty. We need to also have fun, too. We need to rock out. Yeah! But, uh, yeah, even libertarians can have fun. And I think libertarians should have more fun. You know, we want to, don't we want to just stick it to the man, you know? Isn't that what libertarianism is all about? Sticking it to the man? Yeah, I bet you the man's probably telling us, Oh, uh, you're all a bunch of hate mongers. You're all a bunch of Nazis. I ain't no Nazi. I've told you this many, many times. I don't do that Nazi stuff. No Nazis in here. If you're a Nazi, get out. If you don't like liberty, get out. You want to be a commie? Get out! Because we don't want you in this podcast. If you're going to cause trouble. Okay, well, uh, if I didn't mention this before, go to Bradley GB Podcasts on Spotify and you will find this episode of Life, Love, and Liberty. I am now on Spotify, so don't uh, be all... Uh, don't be a stranger on Spotify, because you got the previous two episodes and my old podcast, which I only did one episode of, Crimecast. Check that out. It is the uh, podcast where I did uh, on the Waco incident from 1993, but uh, check that out. Check out my other previous two episodes of Life, Love, and Liberty on Spotify. So if you have Spotify... You don't have an excuse for why you can't listen to this podcast. So, no excuses. No bullcrap. If you have Spotify, you can listen to Life, Love, and Liberty. So. Uh, well, right now I'm... Uh, I got about... Three and a half minutes here, so. What am I going to do for the next three and a half minutes? Um, hold on. I'm going to go check my laundry. Because I'm doing my laundry right now. Um, so. Yeah, I can kind of get up and around. Because I got my cell phone here. Oh, uh, yeah, it's still going. Uh, it's about 19 minutes left on the washer, so, yeah. <sighs> and I kind of have to go to the bathroom right now, but I'm going to hold it until, because I got about two and a half minutes left. So, 
Yeah, I'm a little bit out of breath. Yeah, I'm out of shape, okay? I'll just admit that right now. I need some time in the gym. I need to lose a little weight, you know? Because uh, I need to be a little bit more healthier. Oh, and I just made a grammar mistake. Throw the flag, ref. Throw the flag. Bad grammar on Bradley Juby. 15-yard penalty. First down. Speaking of that, tomorrow, um, there's the Chiefs in the uh, Green Bay Packers final preseason game. I'm going to be watching that, okay? I'll talk more football t- on tomorrow's podcast. Yeah, I'll, do, I'll go ahead and do a podcast tomorrow. So, uh, if we want to talk football, let's talk football. Anyway... Yeah, because it's going to be football season this weekend. There's going to be a lot of college action. Uh, high school starts. My Broken Arrow Tigers will defend their state championship. And all that other good stuff. So, um, but anyway, I'm glad I had some fun here on this podcast. I know I can kind of get all animated on, say, the police state and the Second Amendment and mass incarceration and the alt-right and Antifa and all that, but at the same time, I also want to have fun and talk about love and talk about beauty and all the good things that make this country great. America can only be great if we make it great. It's not up to some orange-faced goofus Who says everything you want to hear. That's not what makes America great. What makes America great is you, the individual. It's it's all up to you. You can make America great again. Okay. Alright, well that's going to do it for this day here. I will probably do one tomorrow. So, tune in. Don't forget, I'm on Spotify. So if you have Spotify, give me a listen. Well, anyway, this is Bradley Juby reminding you that lightsabers don't kill people. The Empire does.